Welcome back to Perfect Summer Podcast, where we take history and literature back to the present. Today, we'll be delving into the world of Pride and Prejudice, as well as its appropriations in the modern world. Pride and Prejudice was a book written in the 1800s by Jane Austen, who was renowned as a feminist author during her time. She grew up in Hampshire, rural England. She was mostly educated at home, as well as having access to her father's extensive library, leading to wide and diverse education in contrast to most women of her time. As some doctors of the time would report, too much study actually had a damaging effect on the ovaries. This evidence of sexism not only in society, but also in the medical scene, limited women to a position of objectification and subservience to men. Women were supposed to desire marriage because it allowed them to become mothers and this typically happened in their early 20s, while the groom would tend to be five years older than the wife. Pride and Prejudice was a novel that criticises society's constructs of marriage and questions the traditional stereotypical gender roles, instead suggesting that marriage should be built on understanding, love, equality and respect. We get this exemplified by the juxtaposition of the Bennets, the Collins, and the Wickens versus Elizabeth Bennet and Darcy Williams' relationship. Built on the marriage values that Austen values and opposes the primary narrative of her time. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife, is how Austen chose to begin her novel. Her clever use of irony and satire is demonstrated through a seemingly straightforward observation. Austen offers a sharp critique of the societal norms and pressures of her era and highlights the absurdity of equating wealth with the desire for marriage. Austen's portrayal of this marriage-focused society sets the stage for lively character interactions and misunderstandings that follow. These critiques of society that have been demonstrated in Austen's novels is why many place high regard on this book. She has used her position in society and the education granted from her youth to aid in the progression of society as a whole. Jane Austen exemplified the values of the Romantic era in her writings as her texts are regarded as some of the earliest feminist literary works, especially in high society. Pride and Prejudice has inspired countless numbers of appropriations, including movie adaptations, new books, and even a web series. But the question for this week's episode is, do these appropriations stand to the same test that Jane Austen's original novel does? This week, we will be looking at the Lizzie Bennet Diaries, a web series that comes from the perspective of Lizzie Bennet in the 21st century and Gay Pride and Prejudice, the story of Bennett after his professor and found mother died and the gay marriage bill passed in his home state. Let us see if these two texts stand to the same level as Pride and Prejudice. The Lizzie Bennett Diaries were created by Hank Green and Benny Sue. Yes, THE Hank Green. It spanned from 2012 to 2014 with 100 episodes documenting the story of Lizzie Bennett, a modern day Elizabeth Bennett played by Ashley Clements. It details the day-to-day life of Lizzie and her conflicts that she has with her world, but also plays on the fact that she is a famous influencer, such as the time that she and her friend Charlotte went to VidCon. 
The series portrays Lizzie as a strong feminist who is studying a graduate degree, while her mother does not take any note of her unless it involves a man. Now time for my hot takes. Well, I like the series overall. I wouldn't watch it again though, because it was way too long. I would have preferred it. Not, I like the medium they chose. It was fresh and unique, and having so many short episodes just felt like you were going through it so quickly, when really it took like five hours, okay? That was not nice. I liked how they chose to keep Lizzie not ending up with Darcy at the end, because it just felt fresh and it's like, marriage isn't the be all and end all, which is what society today is trying to discover, that people are opting less for long term relationships and just living their own solo lives, especially women in today's society being able to achieve a career as Lizzie Bennet chooses to do. And my favourite character overall was Lydia because she was just different to everyone else, although Charlotte has a very nice place in my heart. Thank you. That takes us over to Gay Pride and Prejudice. When I initially saw this, I thought, this sounds fun and fresh and different. However, the main reason I chose to listen to this was because I wanted to put something on while I tried to sleep. The medium that they chose to craft this series in allowed for so many audio techniques, such as the motifs of the voicemails to begin each episode, symbolizing the connection between Bennett and the other characters. I also enjoyed the use of the music to set the scene, which you wouldn't be able to do in a normal book. Now time for my hot takes on the series. I found a great adaptation of the book, and it still felt fresh as it dealt with the issues of today's society rather than those of the 1800s. The reimaginings of Carlos being a rich and famous pop star was fun to see, and having the whole series just be dialogue and sound effects made the series feel more intimate and as if you are part of the story, as opposed to the scripted language of Jane Austen, which made it feel like you are an onlooker to the action, which, don't get me wrong, is still great, and how the Lizzie Bennet Diaries told you what had happened, and put you after the action. It felt like you had stakes in the story as well. I loved so many of the characters, but in particular Luke, Charlotte and Carolina. Luke felt like a very down to earth and just like a normal person. Charlotte felt a bit like an outsider that you could root for, and Carolina just came in at all the perfect times. I would recommend the series to anyone that has a few hours when they don't have much on and want something to listen to. Now is the time where we come to the end of the podcast and actually answer our question. Do these appropriations stand for the test that Jane Austen's original novel does? Short answer, no. These texts, although fun to engage with today, the textual integrity in these are not to the same degree as Austen's Pride and Prejudice. The reason that people view content like these are because of the work which Jane Austen already put in. Nobody who isn't at least aware, let alone an avid fan of Pride and Prejudice, would engage with these texts. The Lizzie Bennet Diaries were almost entirely made to give fans of Pride and Prejudice a new experience of the novel. However, without Pride and Prejudice, the over a quarter million fans of the series wouldn't exist. 
gay pride prejudice, although a fun series to listen to, you don't get the same transcending contexts, values, that you do in Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice not only commented on her society, but also human nature and love in its entirety. Pride and Prejudice presented new and scary ideas to the masses in the 19th century England and Europe. In today's society, an emphasis has been placed on mass media with many writers of the 20th and 21st century completing and publishing several hundred books, while Jane Austen only managed to craft six complete published novels. While being at a disadvantage due to her gender and the roles of women in her time, some people still regard her as England's second most influential writer, second only to Shakespeare. This makes you ask, if someone can write only six books and still be considered near Shakespeare, how? It's because she created a world which people cling to and want to recreate for themselves, such as the Lizzie Bennet Diaries and Gay Pride and Prejudice. These adaptations are what enhance the textual integrity of a classic text and help to bring the conversations of the text through new and challenging contexts, because times change, but the human experience doesn't. Thank you for joining us at Perfect Summer Podcast, where you get your fix of classic text brought to the present, and thank you to Originality Paradox for sponsoring us.